Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Tuesday. Spring is here. It's starting to warm up here in the Valley of the Sun. I need 100 degrees. Prato. Most are like, what? What's he talking about? These yellow flowers got to go. Uh, there's a lot of rain this year. The, the desert's beautiful. It really, truly is. And most people, most people, when they come out here, they're just, blown away at how awesome it is and of course right now you know mid 80s low 90s is is gorgeous it really really is but uh these the flower bloom killing me absolutely killing me once it gets over 100 right they all die off and 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 that's my time right my time is let it be super hot Everybody clears out. Driving in this town has become an absolute nightmare. I mean, it's not California, but but still close enough. So uh, spring training's over. Uh, the Major League Baseball season about ready to kick off, and hopefully the snowbirds will be out of here. When's Easter? Easter must be a late Easter this year. Uh, usually about that time, that's when, when everyone clears out. Spring training's over, Easter's over. Everybody go back home. <laughs> and then when it gets super hot, then we all go to California. That's uh, I mean, that's just how it works. That's fair. Right? All these other people come down here during the winter. We get to go somewhere else during the summer. 800-951-0592. That's our toll-free number. The website at allamericangold.com and Man, so many things going on, and, and today I, I don't know if it'll last. I, 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 tr- I don't. I have my thoughts, but I don't know if it's going to last. The Dow's up two hundred and fifty points, and the reason why I've never seen this as the reason. Now, you think about it, don't use anything, right? They don't care, right? Weather, uh, shutdowns, uh, it, it doesn't matter, anything. Right? War, right? trade, uh, you name I mean, it could be anything. But, but this one, it's a brand new one because I'm looking around. We, we got a, a bunch of data in today. Uh, kind of, not kind of, right in line with things are slowing down. But here was the here's the re, at least now and again, nothing really matters still about the last half hour of the day now, right? We're go. Remember when we were in that that whole deal? At the throes of the crisis, right? The last half hour of trade was really all that you wanted to pay attention to. Anything that happened before then did not matter. Kind of feels like we're getting back to that again. Uh, but the reason was the bond market has stabilized. Yeah, it, I didn't know it was unstable, but it, it and apparently it was. Well, and remember, right, we've got most of the yield curve below the Fed's funds rate, which means the banks don't get to make any money. I don't know how that's supposed to work. But it, 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 it uh, the five-year note is down to 2.2%. The two-year note's like 28 Eight percent, something like that. The seven-year notes at two three. The ten-year notes at two four three. The three-month note, it's the highest of them all. It's at two four five. So I guess uh, at least for the beginning of of the open, Wall Street's all excited 
that the bond market has stabilized. And of course, it, it only stabilized until the next time the Federal Reserve opens their mouth. And I and I really want a lot. Of, I want you to think about this. What did you really think was going to happen? Right? Did they really think? I know. Hey, I got a great idea. Let's get rid of solid economic theory and let's create a new economic theory and I'm sure it's going to be better. You brought interest rates to zero and you left them there for almost a decade. You created these tools, right? Remember, they called them tools. These tools in your toolkit. And here's the one thing I know about tools. They're dangerous, right? And it's not like they picked up, like, a screwdriver, okay, or, or, or a crescent wrench. No, no, no. The tools that they were using, they were using tools like dynamite, right, bombs, right? They, they, they were using heavy machinery, right? They're, they're bringing it back up the, the, the D-10 dozers. They, they weren't messing around with a pair of scissors. And they created all of this stuff that nobody had ever heard of before. Quantitative easing. Right? Operation twist. And retwist. And I, I think the number now, I think we're back now. All these bonds are going negative again all over the world. We got like $10 trillion worth of bonds where the rates are negative which means uh, you're paying somebody to lose a little bit of your money. <laughs> you're loading your money to somebody else and saying, hey, go ahead and keep it. And, and, and when it matures, I just want to lose a little bit. Think about that for a minute. What does that really mean? And think about the fact that they, they, they said, oh, you know what, it's just temporary right it was an emergency right the patient was dying right station 51 came down there right Johnny Gage and Roy DeSoto right they're taking it to Rampart I tell you right now emergency hadn't even happened yet that's what's coming next Yeah, we used to, me and my brother, we used to watch that show all the time. And now you get uh, uh, Jerry and, and Maury now instead of emergency. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was an emergency. And you know what? We uh, Thankfully, we did it. Because who knows how bad it was. We, we saved the world. Did they? Did they really? Would we be better off today had they had never done that? Because think about where we're at now. Did the balance sheet unwind? Yeah, a fraction. <laughs> right? They had to quit way ahead of schedule, right? Oh, 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 we can't. You know, they're supposed to normalize, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to normalize. You inflated everything. You know, think about stocks, 
inflated. Right. They, they, and now the the they wanted to convince you that these PE ratios are okay. Right. They're, they're ridiculous. But don't worry, you'll find out soon enough. Right? Housing. And by, by the way, more bad numbers out of housing today. But it's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's just a slowdown. We're still trying to be normal. And we're going to have a balance sheet that was like $700 billion is now going to be, you know, just below $4 trillion. But But it's okay. Don't worry. We got a plan. Right? Nobody's buying U.S. debt. Right? Oh, we're not going to, let's got to get carried away. Not nobody. Nobody outside of this country wants it. Well, and that's the truth. At best the nations that are not within the United States and the funds and all of that stuff right think about it I mean they, every country they got all of their they got their own hedge funds and pension funds and all this fund sovereign wealth fund they're not buying it at best they're like well I'll just keep what I got but, but I don't want anymore. That's the best. And now the central bank has decided, hey, we got to stop that because that wasn't working. That was that was bad. Right? Remember, we're trying to get back to normal. I thought apparently normal's over now. Now we have this inverted yield curve. We don't get these very often. And remember, I remember. Was it last year? Maybe it was the year before. When the two-year note and the 10-year note were getting ready to invert. And you had all these guys. They paraded them out on TV, right? They, it, 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 it's like they got the game plan already done. They already know what they're going to do. So they got to keep the morons in the market. You know, uh, my uncle always tell the story about you don't know who the patsy is, we're the patsy. We're getting played. I mean, it's a brilliant game. I mean, you got to give them credit. Because they have used the media to their advantage to, to sucker us all. Think about it. They got a bunch of guys. Here's what Jay Powell said, really, last week. The money you made it ain't worth anything. That's what he said. You're like, no, he didn't double. He just said that they were going to stop the balance sheet runoff and they weren't going to raise rates this year. That's all he said. It's not what he said. It's not what happened. What happened was they admitted that, you know, the emergency tools we used, we really didn't know what they were going to do. And the, the thought, and, and how naive of them. How And you know what? Naive, arrogant. Whatever you want, whatever word you'd like to use. That promised us, hey, we're going to go back to normal. Is gone. Matter of fact, 
Yesterday, they dusted off the school marm. Yep, let's get Janet out here. Janet Yellen. Maybe she can explain this inversion of the three-month to ten-year. Remember, last time when it was the two-year, they, they paraded out all these guys that, that sat there out on the television. Which is baby boomer central. Right? Where all the 401Kers go to get their news. And they said, oh, that, that doesn't mean anything. It's only when the three-year note goes above the 10-year note. That's what they said a year and a half ago, all over the place. Well, now now when that's happened, and what are they saying now? Well, I, well, well, it doesn't mean anything. Well, the old lady came out, the school marm, and she said, you know, it's not signaling a recession. Listen, I want her to be right. I do. But, you know, I know how to read, and I actually know history. They, they do such a good job of trying to convince you otherwise. But she said it's just signaling a slowdown. See, that's all. Everything's okay. Right, look at the Dow's up 240 points on absolute garbage. Right? It's just a slowdown. Think about it for just a second. What does just a slowdown mean? Are we slowing down from 5% to 4? Maybe we're slowing from 4 to 3. 3 to 2? 4 to 1? Nobody wants to tell you. See, here's the problem. We can't afford a slowdown. It was one thing when the economy slowed down and the national debt was a trillion dollars. Even five trillion. We can survive it. It's now on its way to 23 trillion Right, we got a 39% increase in the national debt. That's just a small number. Year over year for the first five months. Don't worry. It's all going to be great. What could possibly go wrong? And what she said was, hey, it means we need a rate cut. That's what she said yesterday. Did you hear it? I don't know. You know what? I don't. Maybe I need to. I can't. I can't even. Every once in a while, I think. You know what? I gotta get bust, break down, and and get uh, the TV in here, and and get the idiot box on. It would just enrage me. The lies that they they come out and tell us on TV. They don't want you to know. See, they've already they've known this for a long time. The dollars runs about over. It's it's true. Now, will they say that? No. But let's look at the evidence, shall we? Um, let, let's see. Are more countries buying U.S. debt or selling U.S. debt? Well, 
They'd be selling it. Right? We know that. That's a fact. Right? Well, all of our dealers and our pension funds and our heads, they got to buy it all. Were we able to unwind our balance sheet? Think about that one. Right, we've had allegedly ten great years of growth. What did what did we what did we do? We went about what maybe maybe a year, and then we had to stop. Right, we're stopping now. Right, okay, that's time out. Let's not get carried away. How about your savings? Are you getting paid anything? I'm asking you, are you? But the deal was you would turn over your money to the bank, right? Because when you make those deposits, it's not yours. And in return, they would pay you interest. Do you think it's by accident that as the baby boomers retire, just coincidence, that the whole thing fell apart? Right, all of us, right? You're supposed to be buying bonds and CDs, right? Hey, I know who can buy the, I know who can buy the debt, the baby boomers. Let's pay them seven, eight percent interest. They'll buy it all day long. I'm not doing that. Matter of fact, remember what I told you about 2022? I keep bringing that up because I, you know what? I love it when I new, uh, learn new things. Right? The big wave of boomers starts. I thought this was the big wave. Uh Uh-uh. Got a bad feeling that rates, they're not going to be zero next time around. We already did zero. Right? I mean, already now, you've already got Janet Yellen saying cut rates. Right? Pretty soon, they'll dust off one of the bald guys. Right, Bernanke or Greenspan, right? Someone else, oh, yeah, we got to start cutting rates. Guaranteeing you that your money is worthless. Think about what does it mean when they won't pay you interest? And on top of that, they want to devalue, right? They want inflation. What does that mean? I mean, you know what it means. And this is why when you sit there and you think about, you know, all growing up. Right, we had a high, what, it, Fed's funds rate was like, what, 16% in 1980. And then they got it under control. And, you know, 5 to uh, five to 7 was normal. 5 was actually kind of light, right? The... The Fed's funds rate, uh, the 10-year note between 6 and 8% was pretty normal. You know, when Sarah and I bought our first house, we had a rate of like 7-something. I forget exactly what it was, but 7-something was the, was the rate. And now think about, we got to a 10-year note, right? That ridiculous number of 3%. Right? It was 3%. Everything stopped. 
I can't afford a house if I gotta have a an interest payment of over four percent. I can't buy a car. Oh, by the way, bad news on cars today too. Listen, there is a ton of news out. And you you start to understand what they did. What do they do now? Go back to zero? Well, they're going to try that. One of the things that, that I've been saving, because I was waiting, because I, I, I didn't know how this was all going to play out. But there was a, a report out, and this was a little less than two weeks ago, talking about bank reserves, balance sheet normalization. Okay, so this is before Jay Powell has the meeting where he announced, hey, we're stopping uh, the bond sell-off and we're going to sell mortgage-backed securities until we're out of them and add treasuries. That was really a telling signal to all of you. Should have been. There's trouble coming. Because why do that? Right? Think about it. If there wasn't trouble coming, why not just stop? If it was just a slowdown. Right? Think about, right? They tell all of us, hey, you need to be diversified. <laughs> right? And they tell you, if you buy this stock, this stock, this stock, and this stock, yeah, yeah you're diversified. Of course, like, at the end of the day, I always say, well, isn't that just debt? I don't know how you diversify your debt, but okay. Sure. Why isn't the central bank being diversified? Hey, we got some a balance sheet that has treasury debt and uh, mortgage-backed debt. Maybe a few other types of debt sprinkled in there. Nope, instead they said, you know what, hey, we really need to figure out a way to increase the buying of U.S. Treasuries without us saying we're increasing the size of our U.S. Treasury holdings. Really, that's what they did. Brilliant! Brilliant! At least for right now. But make no mistake about it. They are coming after all of us. I I don't know what happened to the break. We've obviously uh, missed it. Uh, but but it's but it's live radio, so you don't know what, what we're gonna hear. Jason's probably busy over there, uh, and, and I get that. But as we sit here and we watch what these brilliant people did, remember how many times I've told you they're not here for you. I want you to remember what have they done? since they quote-unquote fixed it, really. Let's see. Uh, They changed the rules on your investments. Right? Remember that one? See, that one doesn't doesn't get a lot of headlines. But you know the one, if you got a money market or a 401k or maybe an IRA or an annuity or or any of these debt instruments at any point when 
they see fit, i.e., one of these emergencies, they created a new tool for them. Yes, yeah, see, they like tools. Listen, you know, who doesn't like tools? And what the tool is, very simply put, is we'll stop you from selling. Right? Remember, how, how does a Ponzi scheme end? Do you know? Right? The Ponzi scheme ends when the money coming in right, is less than the money going out. Right? It's the only reason they caught Bernie Madoff. Right, even though a bunch of guys had given the SEC all kinds of intel saying, dude, the guy, it's impossible to do what this guy's doing. Everybody wanted out. Bernie didn't have the money. See, and they know this. They know. Oh, boy. We kind of messed up the last time. And we're going to mess it up again, and we got to make sure that nobody gets out. They can put a stop to it at any time. And they've got a bunch of options. They could charge you a tax. Oh, Mr. Schmuckatelli, you'd like to sell today? Okay, well, I can do that for you, but I want you to know that it's going to cost you 20%. Well, within their, their jurisdiction. Or they can just say, gee, Mr. Schmuckatelli, I'm sorry. I can't let you do that today, but, you know, call me next week. We'll, we'll, we'll go to lunch. It'll be great. Maybe we'll have a drink. But, yeah, you want to sell it? Sorry. Think I'm wrong? Do you? Ask Greece. Ask them. Hey, how did that go when you went to your bank and said, I want to close my account? How'd that go? How did it go when you went to the ATM and you wanted to pull out a couple hundred bucks? How did it go? All kinds of new rules in place. Obviously, do they pay you interest anymore? When's the last time you got really paid any interest? And I'm not talking about 1%. When's the last time? And now what is the Fed saying? Hey, we're going to start cutting rate. I mean, right, they're starting, right? They're already dusting people off. This is how they do it. Right, and they make sure to let you know, hey, don't worry. It's going to be great. So a couple of weeks ago, I ran into this article. And they started talking about the Federal Reserve, the balance sheets, the financial system. And, and how things are going. And they talked about uh, this financial stability board. Yes, yeah, see, right, we, we learned about these boards, didn't we? Like the Treasury Board. Remember the one the Treasury has? <laughs> I want you to remember the story I told you. The Treasury Stability Board. What did they do? Was that a month ago or so? said to, to Steve Mnuchin, hey, um, Steve, hey, 
buddy, pal. Uh, we got to find a new buyer for all this debt. Got a problem here. They're working on it. They are, uh, well, here's what's happening. At a monetary policy forum, right? The ones that, listen, nobody goes to these. Right? The snooze fest, if you will. Occasionally, so this is uh, Randall Quarles. And uh, he's talking about at this forum. Occasionally, we hear that banks feel they are under supervisory pressure to satisfy their high-quality liquid assets with reserves rather than treasury securities. What? They don't want to put treasury securities in there? Hmm. I haven't heard that, have you? I don't think we should have an official preference for reserve. So in other words, he's like, he's not. <laughs> Publicly, he's saying, hey, listen, we've heard it, okay? People are starting to talk. Right? People are starting to talk. Starting to get a little, you know, hey, wait, what's going on here? Why are all these banks buying gold? trying to say that bankers are telling him that they are worried about the bank's level of reserves. And now that they're, they're starting to talk about possibly another quantitative easing program. What happened to normalize? What happened to running off of the balance sheet? What happened to they fixed it? Did they fix it? Well, they've surrounded our, our money or they've surrounded our wealth. They pretended they were going to normalize. Listen, this was just a big exercise of pretend. Let me ask you this. If we didn't give the massive cash, uh, tax cuts to business, where would the Fed funds rate be? Just say, would it be a 2.4? Not a chance. Now they're talking about the fact that, hey, you know what? Our reserves are growing. We've gorged on all this debt, again, again, because you've set rates at zero forever. And now we may need QE5. Are we at five? Or is it QE4? I can forget. This is how bad it is. I don't even know what number we're on. But there's been a lot of talk very quietly. And, and I'll give you an example. There's a great exchange about talking about reserves and what was going on. And they were talking about this Federal Reserve banker and that Federal Reserve banker. And I was out of the country and I heard this and then I got to this country, and I heard that, and now we're starting to hear the same things again. First of all, they deny there's a problem. It's just a slow. Listen, 
than just a slowdown for six months. That's already happened. Bond market's not signaling a slowdown. It already did that. Remember, the the 10-year note got to 325. It went to like 27. Signaled a slowdown. Now it's at 2-4. That's signaling something else. And now we find out through, well, I guess FOMC data and all this other meetings that it appears that they're already privately talking about, you guessed it, not, not selling off their balance sheet, no, no, not that. At what point in time are we going to need to add to our balance sheet? Hey, there's the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. You don't need any gold. It's going to be great. Jobs are everywhere. Here's the data from today. I'm going to try to go quick. U.S. US auto sales are continuing to fall. By the way, prices are continuing to rise. Uh, yeah, okay. We Let me... What do you think's going to happen? Pull your head out. Seriously. Right? There's a reason we're going back to zero. And actually, I think we're going well past zero. Nobody can afford any of this stuff. Even at zero. First quarter auto sales expected to drop two and a half percent. They're like, eh, it's not that much. See, but there's a little thing about auto sales. They have you have retail sales. And then you have sales that are retail sales plus sales to rental cars. You know, the rental car company. Those sales, say the retail sales plus the rental car sales are going to be down two and a half percent. Just the retail sales, okay, that's you and I buying new cars. See, that's going to be down a little bit more. How about down 5%? By the way, this is how slow it's getting. It's going to be the first time in six years that the quarterly retail sales number will be below 3 million units. And so think about this. Like we, 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 oh, we sell 17 million cars. Yeah, not really. A lot of them are rental cars, and they don't really make a bunch of money on that. But even still. We're on pace now to, what, 12 million? Actual real sales? Pay no attention to that. It's just a slowdown. So you you didn't like that one? How about uh, Kay Schiller came out today? Housing prices down again. Right now, it's still saying year over year the the Case Shiller 20 city composite. That's where all the people live. Uh, housing prices fell again now. They're saying that they're only up 3.58%. That is the weakest number 
in seven years. Let's see. Car sales the weakest in six. (laughs) The home appreciation the weakest in seven. Oh, then we got new home starts and building permits. Any guesses on where that went, what way that went? Remember, though, the Dow's up 250 points. I don't know if it still is, but because the debt market has stabilized. And then they had one of their all-time favorite numbers. And I have uh, argued that this number is, is a worthless number, but I want to give it to you. Consumer confidence came out today. And it was a big miss. Uh, back to the downside. Reflecting a deterioration in consumers' assessment of current conditions, the conference board said today that the confidence index had dropped in March. They said that confidence has been somewhat volatile over the past few months. Not really. I mean, yeah, it's gone up and down. But the confidence levels from a year ago to today very clear they're much lower that 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 part is undeniable but what was great is they ask a bunch of stuff in these things the unexpected decrease it's always unexpected too have you noticed that really nobody expected this just saying not they didn't came in the headline index as the present situation index, so how you feel right now? How you doing? Right? I, and I don't know who they're calling, but how you doing right now? Oh, that fell 12 points. So that's not good. Percentage of consumers calling business conditions good. Okay? Hey, how are business conditions? Oh, that was down seven points. Well, those saying business conditions are bad, that went up two points. So conditions good fell seven. Conditions bad up two. How about their assessment of the labor market? Right, Because that's a big one. right? They keep telling us how the, the jobs are so great. Well, that wasn't as good either. Those saying jobs are plentiful, down four points. Those saying jobs are hard to get, up two points. How about optimism about the short-term future? Hey, how do you feel about the next three months? You you feel good about it? Uh, That fell as well. That was down, what, four and a half points. Don't worry. It's fine. Percentage of, of consumers expecting business conditions will improve in the next six months. Any guesses? Well, I'll help you. Uh, That was down. Yeah, that was down as well. How about for the labor market? Is your outlook more favorable or less favorable? Uh, That was down. Yeah, just saying it was less favorable again. And uh, how about uh, those of you who think there's going to be less jobs? That was up. So uh, that was the... I, I, not one single positive number in their consumer confidence level. And you know they love that number, right? That's like their favorite number of all time. 
Not a single positive thing. Well, here we go. I don't. Again, it's early. Uh, they got gold down eight dollars. We'll see. I'm not too worried about that. Uh, gold's at what thirteen, fourteen, thirteen, fifteen. Now down seven. Uh, the Dow is now only up 170 points. Again, we'll wait for the last half hour. Here's really what you need to know. They're getting ready. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Sorry about that. It's, it's live radio. Listen, a lot going on. Uh, Jason, Jason's having a tough day. Uh, so I apologize. Uh, I know we missed the break, kind of late on that break. It'll get better. It will. We're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Eight hundred nine five one zero. Eight hundred. Now I'm all messed up. What is the number? 800-951-0592. Here's what I'm going to tell you about the special today. Call me. Well, actually, you're going to call Wendy. I've got about $20,000 in an item. And that's all I'm going to say about it. 800-951-0592. Prepare or don't. Don't be an idiot. Understand what they're saying. They're not going to come out and tell you, oh, man, you know what? Hey, we, we, we're in trouble here. right? They're not going to say that. They've never said it. Let me give you a great example of the bull that they will put us through. Two weeks before Bear Stearns went under. Two weeks. They put the CEO on CNBC. They put him on Fox. Right? They put him on the channel, the four, what I call the 401k channel. And you know what he said? Our reserve, they're in great shape. We're fine. Matter of fact, I, I think we're in a great position. This is what they're going to tell you. So what do you do? You don't judge what they say. You can't even listen to that. Judge what they do. And here's what they did. Hey, no more rate hikes. Okay. That's a negative. That's not a positive. That's a negative. By the way, we got to start buying more treasuries. That's a negative. Quick. Dust off one of the, the the former Fed chiefs and, and just tell them that the inverted yield curve means we need a rate cut. Right? Let's start getting that out there. Let's get that message out there to our billionaire buddies. It's not a positive. It's a negative. Normalization has failed. It's simple. It did. It was, and it was going to. It really, in my opinion, was really never meant to succeed. They knew they were never getting out of it. Think about it. We, where would we be if the budget deficit was only $500 billion, right? $500 billion. Think about this. $500 billion 20 years ago would have been outrageous. 
where would we be? What would be the GDP? Negative what? Negative one, negative two, negative three. All that spending, and we still won't grow. The Fed only knows how to do one thing when that happens. Last time they took us to zero, and they did quantitative easing. I forget how, I don't even know how many times. What what are we going to be, negative what? One, two, three. The the bank going to start charging you for your deposits? Yeah. 800-951-0592. Wendy's got something for you. Give her a call.